यू आर लिसनिंग टू अमिंट प्रोडक्शन प्रॉट यू बाय एच टी स्मार्ट कास्ट हेलो एवरी वन आई एम शिप्रा फ्रॉम मिंट पर्सनल फाइनेंस टीम द टॉपिक ऑफ टूडेज वाई नॉट मिंट मनी पॉडकास्ट is the key actions that you need to take with respect to tax saving investments hi welcome to why not mint money a personal finance podcast where we help you understand basic money concepts and share strategies for you to build your wealth so let's get started on your money journey we are approaching the end of this financial year it's that time of the year when a lot of taxpayers rush to complete their tax planning exercise but a last minute rush to anything runs the risk of mistakes and in the case of tax planning these mistakes can impact your long term financial plan to ensure that doesn't happen in today's episode we want to tell you some of the key compliances and actions for tax related investments for the current financial year i have with me rama karmakar who's a tax partner people advisory services with ey india hello rama welcome to why not mint money podcast hello shipra Thank you so much for having me over. Okay. So, Rama, let's begin by talking about some of the compliances that taxpayer need to complete with their employers. So, what are some of the documents that a taxpayer would require to claim exemption for HRA and LTA, and which of these documents would need to be submitted to the employer? So, Shipra, I will answer the HRA uh, question first, or the documentation requirement with respect to HRA first. so um, you know as most of the employees uh, during the beginning of the financial year uh, make a declaration of the rent amount that they would be paying during the financial year and the employer considers uh, that particular rent amount declared by the employee to give deduction or rather to calculate the exemption available for house rent allowance the employees are required to maintain their rent receipts on a monthly basis and uh, also uh, preferably have a rental agreement in place then when the employer asks for submission of tax proofs the employees are required to submit these rent receipts to the employer wherever the uh, rent amount the annual rent amount exceeds 100000 rupees they are also supposed to provide pan of the landlord to the employer so with respect to hra these are the documents that need to be uh, submitted and for their own documentation purpose it is advisable to maintain a copy of the rent agreement that they enter into with the landlord for the leave travel exemption uh, the employers would normally ask for proof of the amount having been spent for the family members as well uh, of the employee as well as the employee so usually uh, typically if i would to take the, an example of somebody traveling by air then the kind of documentation that the employers normally ask for is a uh, uh, the boarding pass and a copy of the ticket for the flights that they would have booked uh, they the employers also uh, you know like to maintain documentation with respect to leave taken by the employee so usually there is a leave form also which the employee submits and that would have be available with the employer to provide the lca exemption so these are some of the documents that are required for claiming exemption for hra and lta all right uh, any other uh, tax exemption component that you know employees need to submit their documents for apart from these uh, yes yeah so if i were to talk about uh, you know the most commonly availed deduction that is deduction under section 80c and all of us all the employees salary donors would be familiar with this one the maximum cap here is 150000 and the contribution towards employee provident fund also gets uh, 
uh, covered under this limit of 150000 but for employees who have who do not cross this 150000 limit with provident fund or who are not contributing to provident fund they can get uh, deduction under section 80c for various other investments or uh, you know uh, expenses incurred by them for example premium paid for life insurance policies taken for self uh, spouse and children tuition fees paid for children's education uh, any contributions that they make to equity linked saving schemes which are eligible for deduction under section 80c uh, then there are ulips unit linked insurance plans there are tax saver term deposits a repayment of principal portion of housing loan all these qualify for deduction under section 80c so somebody who does not meet this 150000 with pf or who does not have an epf account does not contributing to pf can take get deduction by making these investments and um, contribution so if one fails to submit these investment proofs or documents related to hra and lta before the end of the financial year because you know there would be some investors some taxpayers who are making last minute investments tax saving investments so what are the kind of challenges that they can face uh, so i mean my advice to everybody would be yes definitely provide these to the uh, employer but in any case if the employee does not provide this to the employer and wants to claim these deductions and exemptions at the income tax return filing stage they can do the uh, do that as well but the challenges there would be few challenges associated with that one would be that the employer would deduct taxes in the final months of the financial year so for example if the employer has given a deadline of february say first week of february or first week of march to provide the proofs and the employer has not provided then the employer will disregard the declaration made by the employee deduct taxes without considering these uh, investments so there will be a higher tax outflow in these months and when a person claims these deductions and exemptions in the tax return stage then uh, you know a, a refund amount arises in the return which takes time to get uh, you know refund from the income tax department the other challenge is that there is a mismatch so in the form 16 certain exemptions would not appear whereas in the income tax return these exemptions and deductions would appear so there is a possibility that the income tax authorities may issue a notice for this mismatch so this is another challenge and uh, uh, of course uh, you know the challenge uh, the, the bigger challenge of course is the higher tax outflow at the time of withholding stage by the employer and then having to claim refund from the income tax department all right uh, with with regard to the mismatch i have one question here uh, but these deductions will ref- will most probably reflect in your ais is it Uh, so deductions may not uh, again uh, some of them may reflect like not clearly the deductions but yes if you made some payments some insurance payments they may reflect in the ais but things like if you're claiming a deduction for hra or if you're claiming a deduction for lta uh, they may not really be there in the ais all right and so for this i will have to check i'm not okay. uh, not sure whether this really comes in the ais yeah of course i mean ais is a new concept in itself so Uh, yeah, yeah. Can, I'll just yeah we can expect some kind of friction during tax filing yes yes definitely uh, so even in the tax return uh, you know uh, keep when you file the tax return there are prompts which keep coming up saying that these this does not match or this is not uh, matching with your form 16 right right and since it's already 9th march i think it is safe to say that employers won't be accepting any investment proofs uh, you know hereafter 
am i right about usually that? yes yes usually there is a cut off date which uh, you know comes in february itself some employers do have a cut off date say about 10th or 15th of march but mostly uh, in my experience that what i ha- have seen is that employers take these declarations up to feb and then they do the final tax calculation in the month of march right right so i think we can warn our listeners here who you know who've been waiting for last minute tax planning that a major chunk of your salary for the month of march uh, might go in taxes so don't be disheartened if you if you get a smaller amount in your bank account this month so moving on uh, let's talk about the new you know the new tax regime and if somebody who wants to offer the new tax regime then what do they need to do on their behalf to kind of intimate their employer about it Uh, so for the new tax regime shipna the employers will also ask the employees with which tax regime they want to uh, opt for usually at the time of you know when the at the beginning of the financial year when declarations are made and somebody who has opted for the new tax regime will not have to bother about submitting any kind of proof because most of the exemptions and deductions are not available only deduction for nps is available most of the exemptions and deductions in fact the standard deduction deduction for professional taxes also not available in the new tax regime because it definitely has a lower tax rates up to certain income levels so if an employee has opted for the new tax regime then the employees will not be required to submit the proof and you know uh, they will not have to be bothered about uh, sub- submitting making declarations and submitting investment proof the employees also have a, a flexibility to change their preferred tax regime at the time of filing their tax returns but em- to the employers they make this declaration once and then if they want to change it they can change it while filing their tax return all right and if somebody who has already uh, submitted their investment proofs but changes their mind and wants to opt for the new regime now for the current financial year they can still do that when they file their taxes in the next assessment year yes that's right another question i have is if say if somebody has changed do- jobs during the financial year so what kind of responsibilities do such individuals have right so this individual has few responsibilities one is that you know at the time of leaving the individual should ensure that all the proofs towards investments that they had declared uh, and any deductions that they have claimed from the current employer or the existing employer submitted because the employer would not really have to wait for the financial year they would be doing a, a final tax calculation for this employee in their last month so they should submit as much proofs as possible as much proofs as are available for them to be able to claim all the uh, deductions for which they have made the declaration then once this employee or individual joins the new employer they should declare the details of their income earned from the previous employer and also details of tax deducted by the former employer if they are making any new investments or if there is uh, there are certain investments for which they were not able to claim a uh, deduction uh, from the previous employer salary income they can make or they should ideally make those uh, declarations and provide the proof later on to the new employer so this will ensure that overall uh, you know correct amount of taxes are deducted there is no underpayment uh, or overpayment of taxes that is that happens and towards the end of the financial year the employee will be in a position where uh, apt amount of taxes have been deducted on his or her income so you know for the for the last question any any additional compliance related steps that you think that i've missed out asking you know but you think that taxpayers need to take before the end of the financial year 
Uh, yes, so one more topic I think which is uh, which I would like to touch upon and you know um, let our listeners know is that if they have taken any housing loan so and there is either the house property is um, self-occupied which means there is no income from that property or it is let out this is another uh, area which they could submit the for which they could submit the details with their employer uh, because there is a deduction available up to 200,000 rupees on the housing loan interest payment being made and if they also declared the rental income from their uh, to their employer then the, uh, the employer could consider the same while withholding taxes and they don't really end up in a situation where the uh, there is an underpayment of taxes so anybody who has a housing loan can take the advantage of uh, this in, uh, interest deduction that is available by providing the amount to the employer. There's also provisional housing loan certificate which employees can get from the bank. So even if a final certificate is not available in the first um, quarter of the calendar year or last quarter of the financial year, they can provide the provisional certificate to the employer basis which the uh, deduction amount can be considered by the employer. That brings us to the end of today's episode. If you would like to know more about this topic or make a suggestion of a personal finance topic that you would like us to cover, I can be reached at Twitter under the username of Shipra Singh Sarath and on LinkedIn at Shipra Singh. Thank you for tuning in. See you in the next episode. This was a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.